Hello. <laughs> I'll, do it. I'll do it again. Yeah, do it again. Uh, hello. Uh, welcome to Freeze Live 44. I'm Matt Stoltz. With me is Nicholas Sousa. Uh, Joe, unfortunately, won't be joining us or might be joining us for a little bit of time. We'll see. Uh, he's unfortunately tested positive for COVID for the third time. Um, so it might just be Mickey and I, but that's okay. We're the punk crew anyways. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, how, how you doing, Mickey? I'm doing good. And we good. have we have for kind of the rare occurrence where yeah. someone from the other teams at Prusa will be joining us as, as a guest. Yeah. So that's nice. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, absolutely. Later on, we have Adam Pinkner from the Prusa, Prusa Polymers team, getting my my P's all mixed up there, the Prusa Polymers team, um, joining us to talk about the new PA11 and and you know what all they're they're doing over there in Extrusionville. Um, uh, but all right. Chad, just give me a heads up. Like, is the audio of Matt, is it okay? Some of you are still text, like, that's a little bit weird. Uh, I'm gonna pull you up a little bit. Hopefully it will be fine. If it's still weird or something, yeah. just let me know in the chat yeah. and I will I will increase them. Okay. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we can get that fixed. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Mickey, what's your, what's your printables pick of the week? My print is... I featured, I think, models month, from. I guess, at this point. Oh yeah, yeah. I featured prints from Michal Fanta. Uh, I think at yeah. least once before, and I have another one. It's this. Oh yeah. Awesome stackable box from one of the latest contests. And I have... yeah, that that one that one was crazy going through because most of the boxes were like you know little little boxes, which is kind of what I had originally imagined. But this yeah, thing yeah. Is like... This thing and is with the stackability, perfect. it's like competing with like the the sustainer system out there for yeah, yeah. being able to. If I print a few more, I think I might be able to finally organize my my little engineering workshop then at home. So yeah, they are really nice. So they are Very by Michael nice. Fanta, and you can find them on print. How, how much how much filament are you going through on, on those though? It's not too bad. It's yeah. I mean you know it's a box, so no infill or anything, yeah. but. Yeah, yeah. A kilogram spool will make you maybe like three or four of those black boxes. Okay. So, yeah. All right, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. What do you have, Fantastic. Matt? Fantastic. All right. So I, uh, when we when we went to Earth, uh, or sorry, Murph, not Earth. Uh, when we went to Murph, somebody showed up in our booth and brought these little articulated geckos that had magnets inside yeah. of them and stuck them to the side of. The enclosure and i thought they were just the cutest little things so as i was going through uh i found one of the the articulated gecko this is the articulated lizard v2 um from mcgeeber um or something mcgeeber uh i don't know <laughs> um uh but yeah uh i thought it was it was fun so this is the one where you can put oh, magnets in uh there's no holes for magnets necessarily but okay. you know you a, a, a negative a negative feature you know put in would be easy to, to add magnets just yeah. right within within Bruce the slicer um yeah. so yeah and then i printed it in the the lime green um which has that that nice shine to it which makes it show up for crap on the camera right now but yeah um yeah so nice. i'll print it on the mini he awesome. he curls up too so he fits on the bed real nice oh so, yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, just a that's, fun that's little nice. fidget. I'm gonna, probably going to give it to one of my neighbors, because uh, one of the neighbor kids, because they they wanted the print. <laughs> okay, and we All right. we announced a bunch of stuff and contests yeah. are running. Everything's yeah, running. yeah. Contests are going. We just launched our mechanical marvels contest, um, which uh, will run until the the middle of October. Um, you know, the idea on this one is just make something cool that has spinning gears or yeah. you know moves moves in in some fun way um you know previously we had done the clock contest uh which had all kinds of mechanics fun and things like that but that was you know very focused on on you know a very specific you know clock task this is uh you know kind of kind of do whatever um so yeah we're super excited to see what you guys come up with that one i really want to see a bunch of little automata little turn the cranks and, and running on the move. booth that's yeah. yeah that's that's what i'm really hoping for um but yeah so so that launched uh on monday and yeah go go check it out looks like we're already getting some, some in there yeah uh 
yeah, filament sample swatches are are running right now. Um, that will be closing up on on Sunday, and yeah, another flash contest launching on Friday, just like every every Friday. Awesome, super exciting. Uh, Slicer two point five release candidate two is out. Yes, it is. Yeah, and we're hoping this will be the last release candidate before we we go go live with it so it's i think it's by now it's really stable so yeah. i think i think it, this was just the next release will be the stable one if we find a minute in the stream we can spend uh, some time going through some of the new features but... what, what's your favorite new feature right now mickey what what's your it's the the arachne the one that you don't have to fill yeah. with the, the arachne perimeter gener perimeter generator because uh, yeah. Yeah, it just makes everything better, nicer. The prints are faster, texts come out better, and it just instead of you know how thick do I need to make the wall in order for it to print with two parameters, I just make right. the thickness whatever I want, and Prusa Slicer just like oh I will just adjust adjust them so it fits exactly too. So I think that's really really incredible. Yeah, yeah it really is great. Um, I I can't wait to see. How all that comes out as, yes. it, as it goes through. Uh, we've got a back to school sale running right now. Um, you know, for all of you that are are Indeed. on the fence of of whether or not you are are ready for a Mark III in your life or another Mark III in your life, um, no better time than now. Uh, if you order a Mark III, uh, either kit or assembled, you will get four extra spools of, of filament. That means five spools in total um, uh, with your your machine. That's so. a lot of filament to get started. That's like a lot. you yeah. will get like a nice palette, and you also get access to the Prusa Academy course, even if it's the kit version. So yeah, right. I think if you were wondering about going for Mark Free, this would be a good timing. Yeah, and and along with that, we also launched the uh, Prusa Education kind yes. of worldwide. Um, and now that's that's a program that's been running for a while in in the Czech Republic, right? Yes, it, it, it has. We were sort of uh, trying it out in here and we gathered, if you go to printables right now, you will see a new thing on top and it's called education. And Czech Republic is where we basically tried this out and we got a bunch of great uh, projects from, from the schools. So we translated 25 of them. So those are now in English, everything's translated and some of them are really fun, like, you know, printing uh, water rockets or robotic arms or this, this fantastic molecular uh, model where, you know, uh, if the molecules attach in any rotation, there's normal magnet. But when there's uh, a double connection where the orientation matters, uh, the magnet is, is rectangular, so the molecule will automatically rotate into the correct position. So it's really nice. That's when, awesome. When, you know, chemists and uh, professors work on this, they they know what annoys them on the kids that they can buy and they improve it and make it printable, and make it so much better. So I'm really excited about this project. I'm really looking forward to see, uh, you know, how there emerges a community of, of uh, you know, professors, but it's for all educational institutions, you know, libraries, uh, some youth clubs, anything and people creating cool educational printable projects and sharing them with others exchanging feedback so if you know if you know a teacher who would be interested in this definitely tell them about this uh they can register right now they will get a discount on our printers and we will be running regional contests so you can imagine that for example we will do one for i don't know germany and we will say the top project in Germany, we will award the school with, with printers. So yeah, I think it, it will be it will be really nice. That's fantastic. Yeah. Super it's, cool. You know, working in the educational, educational, I mean, in schools uh, and universities, it's really nice because you know, yeah. the, the future and it's it has not been that long since I left school and I always enjoyed meeting new technologies. So I think the future generation will Look at 3D printer, and they will be like, yeah, it's, it's a printer. Like, come on, oh it's, yeah, it's, and, it's, and, it's normal, <laughs> right? And so many of these these 
educational institutions are like going through, you know, not just their first printers now, you know, it's starting to be that they're, they're getting, you know, their yeah. second, their third wave of, of machines and seeing like how to really, you know, apply it and, you know, what, what they need and what they don't. Exactly. And since, since you do get the, the course uh, access with the program, you can send this even to a teacher who doesn't really know anything about 3D printers. And right. because he has the Prusa Academy course, it will take him through everything and teach him how to slice basic stuff. So I, I know teachers who, know, who knew absolutely nothing about 3D printing and they are now always texting me on WhatsApp or something like, look, look, what, look what I made. And oh, yeah. it's nice to see them excited and then to show to, them, to their students. And now they are the cool teacher because they're 3D printing stuff. Yes, that's, a, that's awesome. Yeah. All right, uh, we're we're a little ahead, but let's go ahead and and uh, bring in Adam. All right. Hello, Adam. No, there. There he is. There he is. We got him. Hi, Adam. Hello, Adam. Hello. Uh, Hi, everyone. So. Joining us is Adam Pinkner. Uh, he is one of the members of the Prusa Polymers team uh, and has been working on the new PA11 that we, we launched a few weeks back. Uh, uh, Adam, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do on, on the Polymers team specifically. Uh, well, I'm, I'm actually leading a team of uh, filament development here at Prusa Polymers. So we are working on multiple projects and uh, trying to push the filaments to be released as soon as possible and the best possible quality. Yeah, we, uh, I, I will also say we, we kind of poked him before the show about any of the, the secret new stuff coming out that we can't talk about, <laughs> but man, the, it's, still it, it's so, it's so, it's so okay. exciting. Like what's, what's coming down the pathway. And so, yeah, it's gonna be It fun. feels like it's not been that long since Prusa polymers and Prusa Mint Right. Merged and you know we got the first PLA and now now there's a whole lineup of different yeah. different materials and now we have this the PA11 which was just released. Right. So, what's this? How how is it better than the than the previous stuff? Well, uh, it's definitely our most advanced material we have released so far. It's uh, it has many awesome properties like a great great mechanical resistance it's uh, ideal for uh, dynamically stressed parts like gears for example because of its low friction coefficient uh, it has high temperature resistance you could get up to 190 oh yeah without actually breaking the part it has great chemical resistance so it's uh, ideal for applications where the part is raised under a lot of stress. Yeah, so so poly polyamides normally are uh, are resistant to things like like gasoline, right? Like so if you actually wanted to print like say a, a, a pet cock for an old you know moped or something like that, like you'd actually be able to, to print that with this and something like worry, that, yeah. Yeah, not have to worry about it it dissolving from the gasoline. That's, that's perfect because it can both withstand the chemicals so it, right. it won't melt in gasoline and it can be near uh, the hot part yeah. of the engine because like relatively yeah. because it can survive such such high temperatures exactly yeah. uh, from my point of view like 190 is a lot for the material you can yeah. print on open printer if right. you compare it to 50 degrees for pla then the difference is quite significant Recently talked yeah. about uh, a Formula 2 uh, racing team, uh, Haros. There are some also from Czech Republic, and they were just saying like, yeah, if it could survive like 160 at least for a few seconds, it would be great for us because we could <laughs> test this out. And we were telling them like, oh, it might be able to survive like that, like continuously. And you could see them like just starting to think about all the things that they could suddenly start printing for for the development team and in Formula One or Formula Two. Right. Yeah. And now, and now beyond just a normal like polyamide eleven that you would you would see in say an, an SLS or whatnot. This is a this is actually a CF pol polyamide, right? There's there's carbon fiber added into it, correct? Yeah, that's right. Uh, we have added uh, actually it's a recycled carbon fiber. 
it's collected from industrial waste and we use it again. Uh, there are a lot of upsides to the adding a carbon fiber to, to the polymer because in general polyamides uh, tend to warp and shrink when cooling down. So that's why we decided to put carbon fiber in it to make it more printable. So uh, you can print large parts without warping. Was it printed in an enclosure, the Mark Free cover, or outside of an enclosure? This one? Yeah. Outside. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, and I guess if you pair that with the enclosure, that will make even open even more possibilities to print larger things without warping. Yeah, definitely. If you prepare like stable environment for the print, then it's yeah. definitely a benefit. Yeah. And Another thing for printability is the is the surface, and we have a whole new sheet for for PA11, right? Or I guess for for PA in general for for right. other polyamides as well. Yeah, that's that's right. Uh, we have worked closely with a team who's preparing uh, steel sheets, and uh, we have developed a special special type of uh, steel sheet for uh, polyamides, and uh, especially for polyamide 11 which we've released and we recommend printing on the surface because uh, you don't need to use any glues or additional protective layer and uh, prints come off really nicely. You have some prints in here. I have this, uh, this air duct tubing and uh, oh yeah, a huge, uh, that's an... Uh... <laughs> X, X, that's a big mark three yeah that's a big mark mark three yeah. from right that can print submerged in gasoline i guess <laughs> and yeah then some some gears that yeah the the thing we talked about the gears is the low friction right which is something i wouldn't immediately think about when i think about the new material but i think that's really interesting that it it, it has very low friction so yeah it's a really important thing for parts that you want to want to move and uh, also a mass loss it's quite low for this material so uh, if your parts are moving moving together against each other then you're not losing any material and you can keep them keep them spinning for a long time that's nice i need this for fixing the the gear in my garage door open. <laughs> Yeah, this idea is so Yeah, plastic gear, and it just keeps getting getting ground away. I guess we can incorporate the first question from the chat, and that's that Zach Smith noticed there is a sticker on the inside of the spool. And <laughs> can you tell us what it is? Uh, yeah, it's a, actually a tag we use in our production to keep the data on the spool. I, I, I've heard, I don't know, if is, is that true that we can... Uh screen a whole palette and see everything that that's on it yeah it's definitely possible to do it like that yeah that's cool yeah yeah so uh yeah i don't think it's it's i think it's a chipless rfid right so i don't think NFC, the, yeah i know mm -hmm. so the normal readers i don't think work with that but yeah it's for our factory yeah. factory uh inventory so we can yeah it's yeah. it's actually in all of the spools recently so it's not, not like special thing for for polyamide and since we're talking about the spool uh let's yeah. talk about the spool right so yeah. it's a you know it's definitely a different spool that that gray spool um so this is yeah this is different uh why is why is this a different spool than the normal uh persimmon spools it's uh actually special spool for polyamide for drying uh at high, higher temperatures like 90 degrees because uh, with the standard spools uh, which are just pressed together we've noticed that uh, if you if you dry the material for let's say 90 degrees then the spool will for, fall apart because uh, when you have the sides pressed against the against the cardboard core due to thermal expansion they'll expand a bit and when they cool down, 
they'll shrink again, but the, the core will stay, stay, stay the same. So then you can actually pull, pull the sides apart. So uh, it was not ideal for, for Polyamai that you need to drive from time to time. And uh, that's why we decided to actually glue the sides to the cardboard core so it won't fall apart. And uh, just to differentiate them from standard pools, we made them we made them gray. And a side effect is that it kind of looks cool with the yeah with the black PA on it. It actually looks more technical, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Professional. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. How sometimes for completely different reason, uh, yeah, yeah. something turns out like this. <laughs> Um, and actually, another thing that the laser marking is actually black on a on a gray side, compared to like the yellowish one on or light one on a, on the black side. Uh, about the fibers in the film, and that's kind of basing the question on on a on a question of of a viewer. Do you know if the fibers in the polymer align in any way when they are printed, or is it more or less random? Uh, I would say it's more or less random. They align kind of, but not like hundred percent. Okay. Uh, we've actually, we've actually done some scanning of the of the prints, and uh, you could see the photos on uh, in the article, and the fibers are not like hundred percent aligned. Oh yeah, I can pull it up actually. Uh, go on in the meantime. Uh, BioZombie Active asked, uh, "Can uh, can the PA11 be printed on the Mini?" Uh, we do not recommend it. Yeah, it's definitely not supported officially. Uh, right, and and we're not releasing the sheets for it right now, right? The the special that's that's true. The special sheets for the Mini. That is true. Uh... It's even on the Mark III. It's on the very high end of the of the hot end capabilities, temperature wise. Yeah. Not not saying that you can't do it on the like I you know everything's possible, but it's it's not an <laughs> out of the box experience where you select a profile in Prusa Slicer yeah. and it will suddenly work. You will probably have to tinker a little bit and maybe I don't know upgrade the heater or something like that. It's, right. it's not an out of the box experience. Oh, yeah, yeah that we... photo of the the carbon fiber is very very cool. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> will we see something like a, a pet G carbon fiber, or if you were not thinking about it, someone in chat was asking for it, and I I can vouch for that uh, uh, for that uh, suggestion because I just like how all the carbon filled filaments are matte black. <laughs> it just yeah. Look, looks really good when printed. Mm -hmm. Hides all the imperfections. Would have been great for a lot of the the camera contest competitions too, because of the the better light absorption and not having having penetration. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really a huge fan of like carbon fiber PLA and PTG because uh, you could add the carbon fiber to more exciting polymers like polyamide <laughs> or or PC blend or whatever, but uh, yeah, like from from the point of visual effect, then yeah, it, it kind of makes sense. And we are talking about PA11. I believe that's like the number is uh, the number of uh, what is it carbons in the in the polymer chain, or something like that, right? Yeah, is uh, well, you you have a lot of different types of polyamides, uh, which are which are marked marked by number behind behind the PA. And uh, it's actually a number of uh, carbon atoms in, in the parent compound. Okay. And so basically, if you have, uh, I don't know, PA 6.10, then you have two different compounds, like one having 10, 10 carbon atoms, the second one having six carbon atoms, and they kind of make, make the polyamide. Okay. And I, I think six six is usually the the one we commonly like at least hear about. Maybe twelve as well. Yeah. Uh, can well, you just give give like a brief 
like wh where does PA11 stand like uh, between them? Uh, yeah, as, as you mentioned, uh, the most common ones for FDN3 printing are 6 and 12. We're actually thinking about using one of those, but uh, there are a lot of disadvantage disadvantages to both types. For example, PA6 is quite hygroscopic that you can print for like three hours and then you need to, you need to try it. So it's not uh, something, it's not an experience you'd like our users to have. And uh, on the other hand, PA12, it's, uh, it's more complicated to print. It requires higher temperatures, it's warping, it requires uh, special treatment of, of the steel sheet and so on. So uh, we've decided kind of for material that's not usual for, for FDN3 printing, which is BA11. It's a kind of like middle ground for, for uh, in terms of polyamides, like combining, eliminating some of the disadvantages and uh, still be printable. It's actually used uh, a lot in uh, SLS technology. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you might see it as, as a powder. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, right, thanks for that. I learned learned something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always fun fun to find out. Uh, so we keep adding on more and more uh, different types of filament out there. Um, you know, have. Starting with with uh, you know PLA and then we quickly did PET G and mm -hmm. uh, you know uh, then PC blend and or you know ASA PC blend you know now we're we're at PA eleven um, uh, how how many extrusion lines are we running at this point to you know mm -hmm. to keep pumping all the this out yeah currently we have twelve extrusion lines which are producing filament and uh, additionally we have to twin screw compounding lines, which are producing the materials we develop internally. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We, I, I know we had one compounding line, but uh, I don't think I've yet seen the, the second compounding line. Is it is it bigger, more powerful? What's, what's the deal it's, with the uh, one? Yeah, it's much more bigger, and uh, we actually needed to get the second one for basically to expand our capacity. Okay. And, and and the compounding lines are what what are needed for adding in like the carbon fiber and and things like that. Uh, right? Yeah, basically, for example, not only carbon fiber but uh, other additives and uh, fillers as well. And uh, they're actually great for mixing uh, mixing stuff together because uh, inside there are two two screws which uh, melt and mix. The components together, which is not that efficient on on standard uh, extrusion lines, which only have right. one one screw. Mm -hmm. So that's that's why you basically need to like premix and uh, then prepare like pellets which are used for for the filament extrusion. And if I remember co correctly, we have a printed part, or at least we had for a while on one of the compounding lines. Uh... Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, basically, there was uh, on, a, on a compounding line, you have like huge uh, engine that's, uh, this yeah, is it, right? that's, that's the one. Yeah. And the power of engine is actually divided into two screws. And that's why you have gear here. You can see on our photo and uh, one day it just uh, broke down. It was made from steel, I think. And so we've decided to test our PC blend, if it can hold. And we ran it for like two or three weeks before we, we got a new part. So it was, it actually, it was before we released PC blend. Uh -huh. So it, it was a, like a good sign for us that this is the right way to go because this material is really durable. The, the circle closes, you 
need compounding line to create the new materi yeah. material and to <laughs> test it you print the thing for the compounding line and yeah it's kind of funny it, it's it's all connected <laughs> we have a lot of stuff printed in, in our production oh yeah that's right on the on the filament lines as well right there's a ton of stuff uh printed i know the there's the black box for uh, measuring the diameter and uh, the yeah. color color measuring and all of that is in printed boxes and stuff. Yeah, so so we do test our materials in that way as well because for the extrusion lines uh, we had we have a lot of like uh, things that we would like to add and make and improve the production. So our engineers just. Uh, print the part and we can test it directly. That's, that's one of the great things I think a lot of people are, are amazed at when they do a factory tour of the Prusa factory is how much of the equipment that is around the Prusa oh, yeah. factory <laughs> is stuff that we've actually built and, you know, designed and, and things like that. Like there are so many jig stations for setting things up or, you know, cutting things. And, you know, it's, it's all made out of the same, uh 30 30 extrusion is the mark three with you know orange pet g parts putting everything together and it's 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 really impressive uh, speaking about all the different materials uh worth mentioning that we have the prusa material table and i see that it has already be, already been updated with the with the pa stuff so the pa uh, nylon sheet and uh, with the pa filament so if you want to if you're into data and you want, you're into comparisons of everything, you just Google Prusa material table and it will take you here, which I look it up all the time because sometimes I'm not sure what what filament I can print on what sheet. And this is just the quickest way for me to find it. The the key to that table, if you look, is get a satin sheet and print everything. Kind, so... kind of, yeah. <laughs> it has a lot of, a lot of checks. Yeah, it has a lot of check marks on it. Yeah. I I recently started actually running and trying a satin sheet, and uh, I've been so impressed by it. <laughs> uh, I'm looking if we have any more questions that I missed, maybe. Uh... Yeah, if you guys have questions for Adam, uh, let us know. Uh, Dirt Wolf did ask, uh, you know, uh, feel, feel free to... to to chime in as much as you can here. Um, how hard is it to keep consistency when uh, making material? So is, is you know, a spool of Prusament Pet G from last year, you know, a, the same as a spool of Prusament Pet G from, from this year? Yeah, it's basically the same. I mean, like, we check the quality all the time, but uh, from time to time there is, for example, like pigment replacement in the right. in the composition. So we have to do all the trials and tests if it's like a real, real viable replacement. But uh, from the customer point of view, it's it stays the same, the same quality. Yeah, yeah. I in in like knitting and yarn they have this this thing called a, a master batch number and um that's or the, a die lot number sorry a die lot number and that die lot number like you can guarantee that all your yarns going to match as so long as they have the same die lot lot number but if you get them over a period of time they they may not match um you know how much has that been a struggle for for you guys in keeping that like consistent color across things because i know a lot of other filament manufacturers you can see really distinct differences between, you know, different periods of time with their colors. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think you guys have done a, a great job of everything that I've seen of keeping, keeping a lot more consistency than we see out there in the industry. Yeah. Sometimes it's, it's a bit more challenging because some, um, some of the colors do not mix with the polymer as well as they could be. But, uh, so far, we've been we've been checking the color con quite consistently, and uh, like every spool has its own diagram of uh, like color consistency, so we, we can compare it to the to the next one and uh, keep the keep the color consistent, like 
across across the whole batch of the material and uh, across the, across all the spools. Yeah, when, you, whenever, I, have... Go ahead. whenever I walk into uh, the manufacturing lines, I see the screens with the delta, big delta E, uh, the deviation <laughs> from the from the color, which is I think what they normally use in uh, car industry, basically, right? To, okay. To compare that every car with this specific color looks the same to the eye because if it's less than some delta e then you you have a hard time uh, telling them apart next to each other yeah 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 and, and all and all of that is noted in the the um the the qr code information the diagnostic information on the spool right like uh it i believe color is one of the things that, that uh, were... i think if you scan the qr code you will you might be able to see this uh i'm not sure if I don't think you'll be able to see the, okay, color, the color. I couldn't remember if color but was only diameter. But if right. if it would be if it would be over the limit, it just gets discarded, right? And right. that's what we get internally to to print with. <laughs> yeah, it's not getting discarded, but uh, basically the whole component just having printers yeah. all around and printing. Yeah. So right, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm a little bit annoyed this that, way. Uh, you you got so good at this that you have very few bad pools, so we no longer have millions pools. But that's that's a good, good, that's a good, good problem to have. You, you may not be annoyed. You may yeah, be annoyed with it, but I bet Andre is not. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's good for our, our production, yeah, but yeah. not so much for the rest of the company. Uh, Mehai Designs is asking, uh, what's the uh, shelf life? Basically, how long would you keep a PA11 opened? And maybe how long do you think it will be fine if it's in a in a sealed sealed uh, container? If it's uh, for how long it's printable, it uh, really depends on uh, on the environment we have around. You can print it for days or for months without drying, but uh, we definitely recommend to dry it from time to time if you if you see some effects on or defects on on your, on your print, then it's. Yeah, it might, might be because of the moisture. What would we what, see what like? You... A, yeah, like a stringing or a popping sound from the from the water or something like that. Yeah, you could you could get stringing, popping. It's basically water trying to get out, and uh, yeah, that's, that tells you it's time to to dry your spool. Yeah, and how are you recommending that people dry their filament currently? Uh, we recommend drying it for. Four to six hours at ninety degrees. Okay, in just an oven or like a dehydrator specifically, or. Oh my God, I'm doing it again. Wrong. Well, it really depends on 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 equipment that everyone has. Like, right. You could dry it in the oven as well, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but if you dry, then. Definitely, it's recommended to keep it in sealed bag and uh, you know have it like open lying around if you're not printing it. Yeah, take I... all those take all those extra deskant packets that you get in every uh, <laughs> every other spool of yeah. uh, proof cement and toss them in in with your your polyamide to have extra deskant in there. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew this was there. Yeah, so if you wanna if you're if you're missing something, I, it's probably in the release article. And exactly as you say, Adam, yeah, there's 90 degrees for four to six hours. And yeah, in the article, I guess we went a little bit uh, conservative and we say uh, days to, to month in the open. Uh, I guess a little bit the problem here in the Czech Republic is that it's not very humid here. So I find <laughs> that everything you guys make just survives a really long time. Right. But then when we were in Florida for uh, for Maker Fair, I remember <laughs> people telling us that even PLA like gets wet. I'm like, what? I have PLAs on the shelf for years and they are still fine. Right. But <laughs> I guess when you have 100% humidity the whole year. All year round. All yeah. year round. Yeah, it's really, really. It's a bit different story. Right. Yeah. Uh, we've had a, we've had a couple people ask, uh, and I'll go ahead and answer this one uh, because it's it, it's a, a definite. Uh, they're asking if you need a hard nozzle to print PA11, and yes, yes, you yes, do. Uh, definitely. Anything that has a carbon fiber infill or you know carbon fiber additive to it is definitely going to to require a harder nozzle. Unless yeah, you're looking 
for a 0.6 millimeter nozzle and you don't want to buy it, you can just print with 0.4. <laughs> yeah, just, just and yeah, it just will be it, it will be 0.6 quite soon. <laughs> right. Uh, what Mihai is asking again, I mean, if it expires, even if it's unopened, I wouldn't expect it to, right? If it's not opened, I would expect it to stay. To stay dry. Yeah, and usable for quite a long time. Yeah, we've actually done some trials about it when we kept the the material locked in a in a in a bag for like a couple of months, and it was still fine. So again, it really depends with, with the humidity outside, like, because in Czech Republic it's not that high. But uh, yeah, it, it most likely it's gonna be fine if you, fine if you don't have it in like Florida or yeah. Yeah. Other humid place. We need to get some people like betaing stuff in Florida, just of like, okay, here's <laughs> here, we're gonna send you everything early, but you have to like not open it for six months and then open the the package. And yeah. we have Joe in the in the chat, uh, yeah. but I think uh, today he will be just a viewer, no, not a host. Yeah. Uh, okay, Adam. Uh, I have I have one last question for you. Uh, there's there's so many prusiments out there, um, colors and blends and varieties. <laughs> What's your favorite? Hardest <laughs> question. Yeah, that's, that's, it's like yeah, picking your favorite a, child, right? Is <laughs> is the hardest question because <laughs> I've been in a Prussia polymer since the beginning, and uh, I've been basically like through all the testing and releasing new colors and materials. So uh, I would pick, uh, like, from professional point of view, probably, probably uh, the pink PLA blend, because uh, it's Miss, Miss, white. Miss, Miss pink, pink is, a, is, yeah. is huge in the community, too. People love Miss Pink. Yeah, it, it took us quite some time to figure out how, how to do, it, do the effect and how to color it and so on. Otherwise, uh, I kind of, kind of like uh, Ocean Blue in PTG mm. because that's the color I would like to have on my car. Nice. But uh, <laughs> I had a huge headache taking pictures of that color because <laughs> it's called Ocean Blue, but it's like green blue. And yeah. if you have the settings on the camera just ever so slightly off, the, the color comes out completely different <laughs> than in person. So I I had to edit the whole thing to just yeah. look different to match what it actually looks like. It's a really interesting color. I don't think I have that yes, one. I, yeah. I, I need to, to get some of that. It's really it's like if you ask someone, they will immediately say like a color, but sometimes it will be green and sometimes it will be blue. It's a little bit. Uh... It's not that specific, so. Yeah. Yeah, you can you can really tell on first try. It's like if you, if you, if you, as you mentioned, if it's blue or green, it's kind of right. something in the middle. Yeah, and it's not cyan too. It's it's just a little bit different. It's it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and and those can be some of the some of the most fun ones right yeah yeah it's definitely. what color yeah. is that yeah for sure well adam thank you very much you've been awesome um i'm sure our listeners enjoyed getting a little insight of what's going on in in the polymers team and yeah as as some of those other things start to come out in the future we will have to have you back on to, to talk exactly. about the, the amazing <laughs> looking forward to that so all right all right thank you fantastic thank Thanks, you adam. bye 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 He's already gone. <laughs> I was too busy trying to find my mouse. I'm running the dual monitors and I'm like, where's my mouse? It was on the other monitor. Yeah, it was very nice to have someone from the from the Polymers team. Yeah. Especially Adam, who, like he says, he's been uh, through the development of, of, of everything basically since the since the beginning. So now we are here with PA eleven and you know, I'm looking forward to see what what they come up next because this this is already pretty pretty crazy materi material properties wise. So we will see what they have in the bag for us. Uh oh, Jordan's o matting me. I don't know what I did. <laughs>
Omats? Yeah. Ah. I, I don't know. Uh, anyways, uh, all right. So, moving on. Um, every show, uh, we ask you guys to send us, you know, some pictures of what you guys are working on. Uh, and tag us on Twitter with Pound Cruise Alive. Uh, have a photo of of the print that you're working on on the machine and you guys have a chance to win some of this this fancy cement that we're we're talking about um so uh we've got our our picks all lined up for for this month that's right so number three goes to extra team we have this lamp he he designed it and uploaded it to printables which is very nice but even just speaking about the print, that's a that's an interesting looking lamp. I like it. It is. It's very fun. Nice. So and that that bronze PLA just yeah, looks so good. Yeah. Good for it. If from the distance, I bet it doesn't look uh, like here. It looks like glass. It's, yeah. It's very nice. Yeah, when it when it's actually on. So congrats, extra team, and we are moving to our yeah. Who's our number two? Number two. And oh boy, I already see it loaded. Number two is big. It's very big, but it's printed on the mini. It's by Astrobyte. And boy, look at this huge watchtower. Yeah. There's I'm no... assuming it's a. I'm assuming it's a dice tower. Right, maybe right. it's not. Yeah, I'm thinking about it too. Maybe it is, but maybe it's just a just a model for some. Uh, yeah, fantasy, I don't know. Fantasy landscape. So yeah, Astrobyte. If you watch this later, if you're watching right now, uh, would love to learn more about the model. So please leave that it's, in the in the thread. It's super cool. I love the the details in it. And he added some cool light to his mini. I like that too. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. The the little du double Y light off of the, the Z axis there. I was I was thinking all all he's missing is is a handle there. You know, it would be a very tricked out mini. <laughs> yeah, and we are moving to the winner, our number one. And our number one is uh, someone most of our viewers will already know. This is not the first time he's showing something really cool. So it's by yeah. Raptoron, and it's this print of the of the Glide Dragon. But the thing that really caught our attention is the the, the using that glow, yeah, the glow. That's incredible. So here, and Raptoron always does a great job of pho photographing his prints too, and and really making things you know come to life. And yeah, this is a. A really awesome print. The glow really the like glow that, is... that blue. That blue looks nice just on it normally, yeah. right? Like yeah. in the in the light. But then, yeah, the fact that it glows in the dark is just yeah, that's that's really great. That's epic. Yeah, congratulations. This is this is incredible. And I love you can still see other parts of the dragon in the picture. Right. You can see the eye and the overall shape, but then just the the, the glowing pattern. Right, it's, inc it's incredible. Now we. Uh, we we have three every every week, but uh, Mickey, you specifically had a a honorable mention this week. Oh, we can do that. As awesome. Yes, I will do. So that. no no prize on this one. We can only give away so many so many prizes. But uh, we did want to want to give some on show credit because we thought this was a, a pretty great print. Also, yes. So it's by Jakub Ruzička. That's that's a fellow Czech. And it's the SpaceX uh, Starship, but including including the launch tower, launch tower, and, yeah, and including the the funny, uh, I, I don't know if they're actually gonna do it, but but the chopsticks that they intend to catch the rocket with uh, when it comes back, which is completely utterly insane. I I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, congrats to I mean just just for for amazing print, Jakub, and right. actually. Now that I'm looking at the at the printer, that's the anniversary special edition signed by Jerry. It is. It is, yes. So that's nice as well. Nice to see it in the in the wild. Yeah, I love seeing those show up. I've talked to a bunch of people recently that, that have them and so yeah. it's been been nice. Okay, we have about ten minutes. I think that's it for the for the most of what we wanted to go through the show. Right. I will... uh, you you did wanna 
want yeah. to if we had some extra time you wanted to show off some features on on crystallizer 2.5 i don't know if we're gonna do many but just one that i uh, one cool that i discovered when i was uh, writing about all the cool things that the version 2.5 can do is the scene painting is now quite a bit smarter so if i slice this and then go i'm gonna move zoom up you can show the seam which is where the perimeter starts and ends and it automatically just picks a sharp corner when it's set to aligned but you can imagine then on a more complex model it wouldn't uh, um, i mean it would but it would be all over the place so you might want to force it somewhere with the paint on seam function so i will do that and when i slice it uh, i guess maybe unsurprisingly it's there which is amazing but the thing is, even if I kind of make the painting kind of crappy, really crappy, it's still going to find the sharp corner uh, in the painted area, which is nice. definitely wasn't easy to implement. And it was definitely not the case before. In the previous version, it would sort of follow the, the midpoint in the painted area. So if I did, I, I'm going to try to make it straight. But you can see that it's not perfectly straight, and even the painted, uh, the, the generated seam would not be perfectly straight, but now it is because it's really smart and it automatically finds or at least tries to find sharp corners. And another thing is, even if you don't paint it at all, it really tries to uh, find a corner which is not visible, so as much from the inside of the model, which is also really smart. So. Uh, it's the little things, but it's nice to see that the scene placement uh, is smarter, smarter now. So yeah, I, I know that's just really cool. And I guess if we have a few minutes, I'm gonna do one more, and that's the that's in speed. It's the pressure equalizer. So what this thing does, it if you know about linear advance, that kind of try to tackle the problem of. Uh, pressure in the nozzle and you know when you stop extruding the filament still comes out and it tries to balance that by extruding more or less as needed and what the pressure equalizer does is it tries to combat the same thing but in a different way so this changes speed more specifically it makes smooth transitions uh, between features that are printed at a different speed so if I set this to say 2 and uh, I will slice it and then I will change into the speed preview. Uh, we will be able to see at what speed is each feature printed. And there we go. Uh, speed. And if I go into some interesting layer. Oh, there we go. Look at this corner. So what is happening is the uh, infill is being printed at a high speed, but the the, in, the perimeter is printed slower and the external perimeter is printed even slower than that. So rather than the printer just, you know, printing one thing and then immediately jumping to another at high speed, there is a smooth transition. Of course, the printer has acceleration, so it will never be completely instantaneous. But, uh, you know, acceleration on, on current 3D printers is so, so high. So this transi transition will be very, very quick if you just let the printer do its thing, but this actually plans slower movements in the G-code, so the transition can be much, much smoother, and if you make this value lower, it will make the transitions even smoother. So, especially on Bowden printers, if you're running one of the cheaper Bowden printers, uh, this might really help you improve the print quality. You can see now that the gradient is longer. So these are just two, two highlights. We will be uh, sharing a whole video and article about the new features in Prusa Slicer 2.5, which I think will be coming out uh, next week, the final version. Uh, the release candidate 2 is out. It's very stable. I think this is basically yes. this is basically it. We will just test it some more, let the community right. try it out, and then release the stable version. Yeah, we, we hope it'll release next week, but that all depends on you guys and, and testing. So give it a, give the, the release candidate a shot if you can and let us know, you know, if there's anything that, that we missed. Uh, yeah, so uh, 
Durgraf asked, uh, when is PA11 CF available? Uh, it actually launched a few weeks ago, um, but you guys loved it so much it sold out. So hopefully within the next couple of weeks, they'll have another batch done. Um, excuse me, I got pickups all of a sudden. Uh, and it will be available again. Yeah, and, yeah it's you know, always hard to say when until you actually get get the goods but the current right. estimate is is two weeks and we will keep you posted if it gets better or worse uh, one interesting thing i saw just before the stream is i don't know if anyone watches linus but linus released a video about their new screwdriver and it features a lot of 3d printing so it's basically a nice Nice view into, you know, if someone asks you, what, what is 3D printing good for? Like for product prototyping, it's it's incredible. So, and yeah, it features the Mark III, which is nice to see. So that's just something something you can see in a, in a latest video from Linus. I mean, that's that's where the RepRap came, name came from, right? Replicated wrapping prototypers. You know, the yes. idea that yeah. we were prototyping with them. Yeah. But now we've discovered we can go beyond prototype and we can actually do production work with them, which is yeah, yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, especially if you only need a small volume or medium volume, you can definitely right. get away. Custom customization, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. quick turnarounds. Yeah. Um, the many of the Wi-Fi firmware that's uh, available in a in a developer build, so you can try that out. Uh, I don't think we have uh, a final date for when the uh, final version will be released. That obviously depends on uh, polishing of it and fixing all the bugs that you all will find when you're trying it out. Uh, all right. Any more questions out there, guys? The back to school promotion is running, I believe, till September 9th. That's uh, where you can get the the four extra spools, so five kilos of extra filament. So if you're wondering about considering, or you know someone who was thinking about buying Mark III, uh, remind them about that so they don't miss it just by a few days and they miss on all the free Prusament. So that's nice. If you know any teachers, the we talked about the Prusha Education Program, so that that's live right now. Uh, next week will Prusa Slicer 2.5 be released? Most likely, most likely yes. But of course, if we find the critical right. bug, we will have to fix it and test it again. So, but mo most likely, yes, that's right. <laughs> Extra team is asking if you're still printing more hexagons for your background. I have a whole stack of them. I just I need to I need to change my glue um, because <laughs> I was using hot glue. I was using hot glue, and some of them are falling down. Um, okay. And so uh, I've got to change change what glue I'm using, and then I'm going to go back to them. But I haven't been like I have a whole oh. stack to go up. I just have to to, to change what glue. Um, so yeah. Uh, there was a question if you can exclude an area from seam. So yeah, just like uh, the the different painting tools in Prusa Slicer, left click enforces. Uh, I think shift. Uh, shift click erases and then right click the red color is blocker so not now you will be telling Prusa slicer put the seam where you think is good but not not there so if you have a, a figure or a part that needs to fit with something else you can mark these areas and be like do not do not put it here and it will put it elsewhere so yes you can you can you can definitely tell Prusa slicer that Uh, Donald Sayers asks, uh, will we be able to use prusimeters on printed solid prusimate? Um, while printed solid is selling prusimate, um, you can't use your, your uh, meters to, to buy directly from them. Um, and and uh, currently there are no uh, Jesse filaments, which are the actual printed, uh, printed solid filaments. There are currently no Jesse filaments available with prusimeters. Yeah. Well, that'll be kind of nifty at some point. Maybe in the future, yeah. but not right now. Uh, Osman yeah. is asking if you can mix the classic uh, parameter generator and Arachne. You can switch between them. I don't think you can uh, customize it on an object per object basis. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't don't. Well, that's a. I don't. I'm interesting why you might want to do that. But oh, slicing that. Well, that's probably something else. I don't think you can. Yeah. So that's probably no for now. Will Mickey be at Earth from Jordan? This will be our last question. Uh, <laughs> we we don't know if any of us will be at work or at Earth yet, uh, but most likely we most will likely, be at Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but with that, that's our show. Um, that's it. Yeah, absolutely. But that does bring up a good point. Uh, Earth is coming up for all of you here in the U.S. Uh, East Coast Rep Rap Fest, October 7th or somewhere around that. I forget the exact day. Um, but a bunch of us will be there, uh, including including Joe, if he can ever stop getting COVID. Um, <laughs> and and uh, so we look forward to seeing you, lots of you guys there. Um, but for now, that is our show. Uh, thank you. Uh, keep printing. Stay safe. And we will see you guys next month. See you guys.